What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Thank you so much again for tuning in. Please make sure, again, if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. Please like this video. Check out other great content. Please make sure to follow us at Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter and Instagram. We have we are so lucky to have with us today the one and only Ken Kleiman, man. Ken, hope you're doing well today, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing great. Hope you guys are all doing well. Yeah. Hey, it's it's, yeah, it's a great day to be a state fan, right? So most definitely. Uh, always. But uh so wanted to first kind of start off. So, I mean, you know, what we always do with every interview, basically want to just kind of ask, what are you up to these days? You know, where are you doing right now? Just, you know, just for those state fans, you know, maybe don't know necessarily what you're doing right now. Just wanted to kind of get a quick update on you. Yeah. So um I actually this week I just uh, I just finished up working the um Cal Ripken Little League State uh, State Tournament here in Williamsburg. I, uh, I was volunteering, helping out with that. I, I did that all weekend. Um, actually, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Just finished up. Yeah, the hometown boys didn't pull it out, but that's okay. That's okay. I uh, it was cool being back there. That's that's where I grew up. I started playing uh, started playing on those fields when I was five, and so it was it was kind of cool to see uh, see you know some new faces and some some new young young talent that's uh, that's going to be coming up through uh, through Williamsburg. Okay. That's cool. Are, are you serving as like a head coach or like you just focus on pitchers or? Um, actually, no, I was, I was behind the scenes. I was, I was working grounds crew. I was doing scoreboard, scorebook, a little bit of concession stand. I was kind of, I was kind of behind the <laughs> scenes. I wasn't, wasn't on the field. I was on the other side of the lines for once. Interesting. So I got a question. What's the go-to concession snack for baseball besides like sunflower seeds and gum? Um, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a sucker for, for real food, like a hot dog or a hamburger. So okay. I, I had, yeah, I had my good. fair share the last four days. I'm, I'm not going to go. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Good. And so, I mean, you know, one of the biggest questions we, we I know all state fans really want to know and really would just want to kind of go ahead and just establish. So, so where do you stand in terms of NCAA eligibility? I know that, um, you know, are you, you shaking your head already? So not nothing. Yeah. There. No, none left. Unfortunately, I would I would love to come back, but no, I don't have any. I don't have any left. Yeah. Okay. Well, because I mean, you know, obviously with the you know the COVID year and all that, mm-hmm. it's, especially now, it really screwed up. I think most people is kind of keeping up with what kind of you know how el- the eligibility clock even works now. So yeah, yeah, so, exactly. So yeah, well, that's unfortunate. But I mean, you know, I mean. You know, I, I think for I speak I speak for most fans when I say I mean you know we were even shocked honestly that you even came back in the first place honestly but we were more yeah. than happy that you came back so yeah. I mean yeah it's uh I was excited you know I'm 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 always I've been an NC State fan my whole life uh, I was any any opportunity that I have to play in the red and white is going to be one that I'm going to uh, take the most advantage of that I can so I was I was for sure ready to come back. Absolutely. So before we kind of move on to the next step, we want to take a quick second here and uh, uh, give a shout out to our sponsors, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group. That has your whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout East North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial health, uh, life and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to help find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Uh, you can find them on Instagram and, and Facebook at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. So I know we were kind of talking a little bit here beforehand, um, but so now kind of talking now that we know, um, you know, unfortunately your you know time with NC State is, is, is over with from the baseball side. What is uh, kind of your five-year plan per se? I mean, you know, is there still any push at all with, um, you know, getting drafted, you know, trying out the MLB cycle. Um, I know you kind of mentioned, you know, finding a job, you know, what's kind of the five-year plan per se still? 
Um, I think, yeah, baseball is definitely, definitely still, still not on the, it's not on the back burner at all, actually, you know, I really want to play and I want to, I want to keep my career going. And so, uh, I obviously a lot of, a lot of teams are, uh, worried about, you know, the draft coming up starting tonight. I haven't, haven't heard much about that. So I think I'm going to, with, with a lot of other seasons, you know, already underway, I'll probably take the rest of the year off and, uh, you know, get a job and, and see how things go. And then I'm going to try to ramp it up again in December and January and uh, see if I can maybe play some indie ball for a couple of years and, and get picked up that way. And, uh, and then, you know, if it works out, it works out. If not, then uh, I'll probably, probably try to start heading into the coaching direction. I think that's uh that's probably one of my, that's one of my things that I would really like to do. Um, I think I, uh, I came in, everyone comes into college and they, uh, they have that big, big idea of what they want to do when they get a degree and what they, what their, their life goal is. And mine was originally to be a GM for, you know, professional sports team, whether it was baseball, basketball, you know, so, and I, I just love being around sports. So I couldn't take a nine to five job. I can't sit at a desk all day. I'd like to be out there, you know, involved with, with sports, but, um, you know, thinking about it more and more throughout, throughout my college career and everything, I was like, I have no problem at all being a pitching coach, maybe in college. Like that's, that, that's something that I would enjoy doing, you know, teaching guys and trying to get them to the next level and, and, you know, giving back my knowledge of what I've learned through my five years at NC state. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's another option. I think that'll, um, hopefully that'll be, you know, pushed, pushed back a couple of years if I can, uh, if I can continue my playing career, but uh, those are, it's kind of the outlook for the next, next couple of years, hopefully. That's cool. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So we we knew that you were basically we mentioned earlier we we know you were in Omaha cheering on the team. Uh was that your first time being in Omaha regardless of whether state was playing or period? Yeah, yeah. I um that was that was indeed. I, I it was incredible, you know, just to see just to see the awesome fans we have, all the people that traveled and I thought the neatest thing was you know, Omaha, all the all the local people there, they year in and year out, they they watch the super regionals. They they kind of pick their favorite team. And it was it was cool to see, you know, all the local Nebraska people that were just pulling for the wolf pack. And so I uh yeah. I thought that was pretty neat, especially from seeing things um in the stands. So there's just it was just a, it was a different experience, but it was definitely something that I, I enjoyed. Yeah, I know these other two guys on here, Leighton and Rob both got to go. I'm the uh Got the I grew the uh, long 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 straw and I uh, had to stay home. No, I'm just kidding, but uh, I uh, man, I was watching it and I remember I was like, I was just pretty amazed at how nice the ballpark was and how you know the fans were there. I mean, I really even the stories after the fact and we can get into it later. Just hearing about how fans of the other teams were like helping NC State fans get flights home and Mm -hmm. those kind of things. And I heard stories that said that they Omaha usually picks a generally a team that they mm-hmm. rally around and it happened this was interstate was the team this year it seemed to be from what i read um did you get a vibe of that you mentioned i guess yeah. you mentioned the nebraska seemed to be like that yeah i actually um i was i was in line during the stanford game in right field and uh i was i was talking to some guy and i was like man that's a nice hat where'd you get that hat and it was it was similar to this one it had the had the seams going over top with the home plate and had the block S inside the home plate. And I was like, you know, where'd you get that? And he was like, you know, I've been watching, I've been watching baseball for a long time. And, you know, I just got out of college. I actually, he went to Iowa state, but he was from, he was from the Omaha area. And he said that he found that hat and he was like, you know, NC state's going to be the team this year that I'm pulling for. And so he was, 
he was he was jacked like he had been a, a state fan his whole life from from first pitch just like that's all of awesome us. so he had like he was an iowa state former player or i guess he went to iowa state but had bought a state hat an ng state hat and it was his team wow that's really cool awesome. yeah yeah so like so so kind of switching gears a little bit we're, we're gonna dig into more of this later um for those who are watching i guess it'll be on the next video um uh, but this one we I'm I'm curious, kinda of, we've had a lot of momentum moving forward going to the offseason now with all the you know, obviously NC State got robbed, I would say, of playing in a championship game. It stoked the fire in the country for NC State fans and against NCAA. And people were kind of thinking, now does that move, you know, moving the offseason developments of of the baseball park of NC State's Doak Field. Um you know, if now's the time, potentially we could like, you know, if you really wanted to do like a fundraiser to get people to donate, now's the time. But I was curious what you thought from a player's perspective, a very recent player's perspective on, you know, what would be the the major things that you thought would need to be updated, whether it's from a player's perspective, like, hey, man, we need new batting cages or whatever we mm-hmm. need. Or is it But from a fan's perspective, too, like. Which do you think should be like some of the first things they look at? Obviously, I realize that you don't necessarily have the say, but you're you were a player very recently, so yeah. Um, I think honestly, the whole thing. I think there's there's a lot there's a Everything. lot from a couple of different perspectives that we could we could do we could do a little bit better job. I think you know boosting just it would draw more people. I think and it would help us recruiting. It would help us you know have more fans even in midweek games. Um, I think. From a player's perspective, I think the the locker room and you know kind of just that whole area, you know, behind the behind the uh, the dugout, you know, we're we got we have a forty man roster, so we're we have, we're crammed into a, a small locker room. We end up eating hmm. in the training room, or we end up eating in the dugout for pregame meals and postgame meals, or we just end up taking it home because we just don't have a space for us to gather other than in the locker room. So I think that's as a player, and I mean, obviously, that's just that's more of a that's not a that's not a, a thing that's going to make you better. But I think from what I learned from my five years is the time that you spend with everybody in the locker room around each other that that's what grows that camaraderie. That's what grows, you know, how how you're going to perform on the field. It's just if you can if you can grow closer together as as a family, you know, and, and understand each other and get to know each other because we come from all different walks of life. So I think it's. That's that's from a player's perspective. And then yeah. I think obviously from a fan's perspective, I think anything with some shade. <laughs> any any sort of <laughs> any sort of overhang. Yeah. Yes. I think anything like yes. that is 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 probably probably going to to help keep people in, in the ballpark, you know, after the after the third, fourth inning, especially when we play early on in the year and um and yeah. it's colder, then then it's not a problem. But later in the year and we're playing those the Sunday games. And it's it's 95 outside. I mean, it's it's tough for a lot of people to sit out there for three, three and a half. And I've been at NC State for a while, four four hour games. So we have we've had our fair share of those in my time. So I think those are those are some of the things that that I think could could just be you know groundworks to to get started. That's cool. Yeah, I'd be it'd be nice to have not have to go to a game and not have to be like sunscreen is required to go watch NC State baseball. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so kind of, I'm going to ask a little on the same subject a little bit. I'll ask you this. Did, how much did the ballpark's quality impact you when you were considering NC State? Obviously you're a diehard state fan. Mm -hmm. It sounds like growing up. So 
I'm guessing it didn't play much, but have you guess if not, do you have you heard stories of how um, man ballparks lack of quality impacted maybe something a little bit in their minds? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's always been it's always been on the table. I think you know from from back when I was getting recruited, you know, and listening to stories when I first got to NC State, guys like Johnny Piedmont and Brock Deathridge, and the thing was just we didn't have the money, we didn't have we didn't have the time. There was kind of some some in some limbo and I think there still is of where where do we want the field where do we want it to be you know do we want to keep it on campus and kind of help draw those students who can just come over after class for a midweek or or even you know spend spend a Friday night out there um so I think it was it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what, what we do moving forward in the next couple of uh next couple of months and hopefully it gets done soon yeah I'm hoping so man it's about time um are those now from a player's perspective is, I, I mean, I was a pitcher like yourself are the indoor on the right field. I was, I know in one episode I was saying they, they really need to upgrade the, that facility, get the, maybe get study hall on campus or not on campus on site, get the weight room on site. Cause I, and I know they have a good training room down there. Um, but it seems like it's very similar to what it was when I was there in nine, 10 and 11. Yeah. I think um, a weight room would be cool. I mean, I'm not going to complain. We go over to Carter Finley after practice every every afternoon, and it's cool sitting there lifting where football guys go, and you're just looking out at, at the football field, or yeah, or we're or we're over at the Weisinger Brown facility, or even underneath Reynolds. I think all those are they're they're definitely viable options, but I think having something you know at at the stadium would be really 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 neat, and then we would it would cut down on on a lot of a lot of issues like like us college kids face parking tickets you know we yeah. We, yeah. we we get parking tickets having to having to drive all over campus and we don't have a pass for that area or you know we we don't have, or the, the freshmen you know they they don't bring a car to campus they got a carpool and then you know it's just there's there's yep. a little it's not chaos but it's just something that would just ease a little bit of of, of some minds especially you know the coaching staff and and some of the, some of the players you know that it's right there at the field Exactly. Yeah, I think it's more appealing to the eye too, as a as a recruit mm-hmm. coming in. Everything's there. Um, I know, like when I started, I would have to be at the WVA. I met Gabe, and it'd be nine a.m. on Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm. and if the game was at one o'clock, um, we'd be hustling to shower and get back to the facility for the game or pregame, where you could just show up normal pregame time and lift in the facility and have the right stuff there for whatever you need, whether it's a pitcher, a hitter, whatever treatment you need, or whatever lifting you need, either post game. Um, but I think it would definitely be for the eye that that new fresh smell is, is also for, for recruits, you know, like, you know, the big thing, like, is the gear, like seeing that table, Jody lines up full of like the fresh t-shirts, the hats, the numerous pairs of shoes and cleats, like that's an awesome thing, but we got to back that up with some, I guess, equipment facility, uh, changes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. I think, um, I think we do, we do really well with what we have and I think, a lot of people work a lot of extra hours to make sure that we get, you know, as, as many as many quality recruits as we can to, you know, kind of keep keep going with the success that we have year in and year out. And so I think, like you said, you know, bolstering our uh, our facilities, you know, and, and what we have accessible at Doak Field would would really help that. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And so, you know, one of the biggest questions, which, you know, too, also do we want to ask as well, which is kind of a newer thing is so, you know, obviously the NCAA came out with rules recently, basically allowing players to uh, make, make money off of their name, their image and their likeness. So wanted to kind of get, you know, your perspective now that you're kind of, you know, 
out out of the program now but also too i mean you were just there just like making was saying you know what was your kind of initial thought when you had heard the news about um about this new edition i think it's i think it's great i think it it helps kind of you know people take a little more pride in themselves they, they have to market themselves a tad bit more and you know they get noticed a little bit more by different people and and i think it also helps the players from a personal side with their their families you know they don't have to they don't have to worry about, you know, money if they can if they can generate it themselves. They don't have to worry about asking their parents for for some money for this or having someone help them on in their family pay for rent. You know, all those kind of different things that that, you know, you when you're away at college, you know, you you worry about, you know, sometimes where's my next meal going to be? So I think it's 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 going to help out a lot in that in that form and fashion. But I think it'll be it'll be it'll be cool to see you know smaller smaller teams that aren't that aren't the footballs and the, and the big power five basketballs of the world that they can they can get some recognition and they can get some revenue in themselves mm-hmm. yeah well because because the biggest thing which you know i've always told people that especially because i was a for uh, i was a football equipment manager uh, for the base for the football team and one of the biggest things i think that that did was it really kind of shed some light in terms of what these players actually do on a day-to-day basis and really balancing that student athlete lifestyle and because you know a lot of a lot of people say i mean you know well like you know these guys you know they can go get jobs like you know they can go make money but it's like well, but I mean, if, if, if you want them to be as a su- successful athlete and, and, and really focus on making this team as good as it is, you don't want them to really, you know, take, you know, 20, 30, 40 hours out of their week, you know, going to do a job to make money, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, if, if we pay players, then it opens up a lot more for us as the fans, you know, in terms of video games, in terms of merchandise with names on them, you name it. So it opens up a lot for us. It opens up a lot for you guys. You know, it also helps with the team. It keeps yeah. it keeps the players focusing on the main goal, which is winning, but also to taking care of themselves. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, maybe before I got to state, I probably would have been like, no, like, you know, you can't pay players like, you know, come on now. But now, but I mean, once I went through that and I really saw that and I definitely push a lot of people who maybe think like I used to, to really like take a deeper look into it. And like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a full time job and then some to be a student yeah. athlete way What's more than some. And well, the thing too is, up until now, the NCAA didn't even let you get a job in season. That was they they were they were managing your workload for you. They were protecting you your, you from yourself trying to trying to work three different jobs because obviously you know your sport and and academics academics is above your sport and they're they're one A and one B. So I think you know those two things are, are priorities in life. You shouldn't have to worry as much about you know, like I said what you're going to, what you're going to eat for dinner that night. If it's, if it's not going to be at, at the case dining hall, you know, if you, if you don't want that for that night, you know, and you don't, you don't have any money or you just get sick of that food, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't want to eat there that night, you but you don't have any money. So you're just stuck, you know, you're just stuck. So yeah. I think it's going to help in, in a, a lot of, a lot of smaller, a lot of smaller ways than just, you know, the Trevor Lawrence's of the world making, making how much money he would have made in college or, you know, just outrageous amounts of money. It's, it's going to benefit a lot of other people than, than just superstars. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think just building off that, Kent, is you're going to have those kids that actually don't have money and that do take that professional contract for say a little bit, not a lot. I'm not saying hundreds of thousands of dollars, but there are high school kids that get signed out of for 50, 60, 70, a hundred thousand or less that go because they can't afford college. So now yeah. if they could, I don't know what, what the numbers are going to look like, but I know each player will be different, but you may have that kid that's a 
top round draft pick or that mid-level five, round five to round 10 that's going to make that move, but he'll go to college now because he knows he can make a little money and then get drafted even higher his junior year mm-hmm. or when he turns 21. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, because I mean, that that's one of the big things that I think without throughout college sports that you kind of see is basically that, you know, as a big push to go into professional is, is, is the money. And, you know, so, you know, if you can keep guys, cause you know, one of the biggest things I always say is from, from a coach's perspective, you see guys like, especially like in college basketball, but even baseball as well. Like, you know, you see Avent going after, you know, these, these big time recruits, you know, here in even North Carolina or coach K going after big recruits. And they spend all these years and hours and hours and hours recruiting you for you to commit. And then you, they don't even get you in the front door. Yeah, it's just then, like, then, then you're gone. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just, it's, it's, you know, if you could, if the NCAA now can help a little bit, keep those guys around, it just increases the product of that the NCAA has every year to another level. Uh, it, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, that's how I see it. You know, it's a win-win yeah. for all of us. At that, that's for, how I truly see it. For for once, NCAA did something right. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Ken. I love it. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kent, uh, for for uh, for tuning up with us, and uh, make sure also to fans to tune in uh, as uh, we have a f- our future episodes. Uh, and uh, please make sure again, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, uh, hit that like uh, button, and uh, check out other content. And uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, or Instagram at Tuffy Talk Now. Thank you all so much, and go Pack.